You are now tuned in to the People's Podcast Show. What's goody, what's goody, what's good? It is episode 34 of the People's Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in to another week of the shenanigans. With your favorite host, it is me, your girl, Miss Amber Nicole. I'm your homegirl, Miss Asia Michelle. And it's your boy, HJ, on the mic. And, of course, we have the legendary Uncle Ra sitting in with us. <laughs> you like that one? Uh, sitting in with us as usual, dropping gems every show for y'all, for us. Um, once again, thank you so much. If this is your first episode, thank you. Um, do me a favor. Pause this episode. Go on our Instagram page and let me know how you found out about the People's Podcast. Um, we like to know where our listeners come from. So, other than that, I guess we can go ahead and start the show. Um, for our veteran listeners, you know what's up next. For our new listeners, our first segment of every episode is called Happy Hour. And during happy hour, we sit around, drink some drink, and fill each other in on what's been going on uh, since last Thursday. So, without further ado, I would like to raise my blue cup mm-hmm. with my Tangeray and uh, Canada Dry. Mm, they're not paying us. Our uh, <laughs> gin and tonics. <laughs> right. And uh, cheers, my co-host. Cheers to you, Uncle Ra. Absolutely. How have you guys been? Joe, I don't well, remember how I've been, so. Well, my week, uh, so, like, I guess. You know, I, my week was on, hey, I don't, like, I had to really, like, think about what did I do. I really didn't do too much. I, you know, I worked. Worked, 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 worked. And then, um, like I told y'all, like probably two weeks ago, I handed in um, some of the documents from the audit on Wednesday. And like after I handed in some of those documents, not Wednesday, I handed it in on Tuesday. Wednesday, I really didn't feel like doing anything at all because it was like a breath of fresh air all over again because I was like, okay, how much more do you want? And then it's like you still had tasks i well i'm not they but i still had tasks to do and you know there's a lot of people that are impatient that want everything right now and they don't understand that you don't work like a robot Mm -hmm. but um outside of that my week was good uh my cousin came um flew out here from barbados shout out to her um i really wanted her to be here today but because of like the climate change from coming from Barbados to Jersey is like she's really having like a a really hard transition <laughs> because she's been coughing a lot. We really had to, we had to take us to the doctor yesterday because um she really wasn't dealing with it well because the last time she was up here she had to be around about like 5 years old um and now she's 27 so it's just like she really is not used to it. But shout out to you. Uh, hopefully before you come, uh, before you leave next week, we can probably introduce you on the show. And then um, you could tell the friend, your friends in BIM about 
about the good old people's podcast. Yes, bring the people's podcast to the Barbados mm -hmm. peoples. We are for all peoples. Yes, yeah, so I so. mean, that's my week. Um, that's it. Like now, you know, I'm here mm -hmm. on Thursday. You know, pre-production was good. I mean, like the food was abs. Well, I feel like I'm full. Me too. <laughs> like, I'm like, I mean, it's been. I spent less than thirty dollars. Had two drinks. Wow. Listen, that we had good day. conversation. Sure I mean, shout out to the bartender. Shout out to the. What's his name? Frederick. No, Jeffrey. Jeffrey. Oh, I'm sorry, Jeffrey. Frederick. If you listen to this, <laughs> and it was Whoa. an F. Jeffrey, if you're listening, I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, well, <laughs> Frederick. <laughs> well. Frederick is funny. But you said that you knew it was something to start with an F. I knew it was an F in there somewhere. <laughs> I, I saw the F. Okay. But yeah. So with y'all. Uh my week has been fine. Uh last weekend. Oh, okay, so Saturday was a rough day, but I did end the day with um going to a lodge a mason lodge uh not far from me there was a party there shout out to my brother shane him and my other brother alan were pressed for the kids to pull up so <laughs> i pulled up and i love going to lodges and elks lodges because I always drink for free, so <laughs> it, it was a good, it was a good, nice little shalala. Stayed there for an hour, and then I was chilling. Um, Sunday, uh, shout out to Regular Royal Women's Network for pulling up on the pull up at the Cribbo. Uh, we had a nice, well, most of us were there, but we had a nice little shalala. Got to reconnect because we have not been able to see each other and spend that kind of time in the last couple months so shout out to regular royal women's network monday work uh so all week i've been working in the city i have um come to the conclusion that i am not satisfied with commuting um that is not a thing i, I like to do however it is good for me because i be running i be on the stairs i be doing all type of cardio when i'm telling you i be walking the city and i get there in the morning and i walked like yesterday morning i walked my job is on like 44th right i get off of 42nd street i walked all the way to 48th street Ooh. when i got off the train in the morning which got got me some breakfast walked back to 44th like during lunch i walked all the way up to like 8th Avenue to this restaurant like so I've been getting my steps in so I and I feel it like when I lay down at night my legs are tight my calves are tight so I'm like alright Asia this would be good for you but damn you tight as hell <laughs> you a New Yorker I'm, I'm, right I'm New out Yorker. here in New York commuting with the people. What the people you should see the rush how it like all the people walking to work in the morning I'm like yo this is crazy and people do this shit every day B that's wild I'll stick to the waterfront <laughs> <laughs> looking at New York where I'll just look at the city oh and um yesterday shout out to my job again we um one of our firms that we use hosted a rooftop happy hour um downtown City at Exchange Place right next to the job, which was nice. Um, so yeah, it was good. It was good. It was good. It was good. Um, I cannot complain. It's always a good time to 
see my friends. I was very afraid that I wouldn't make it to pre-production today because my meeting wasn't supposed to let out till 5, but they let us out at 4.15. Therefore, I was able to make it to pre-production by 5. Um, God is good. Um, yeah, that's about it. I mean, I've been, oh, let me shout out my new friend because I know he about to listen to this podcast. Mm-hmm. Hey, Pumpkin. Shout out to you. I've been having a really good time speaking with this young man and fellowshipping in the name of Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> How what? was your weekend, bro? <laughs> what? What just happened? I don't know. I'm going to just In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Because um, God is blessing. You know, sometimes you don't think, you know, because I'm, I'm going to be honest. Like, I was going through a transitional period when it came to the male species that have been in my life. And when God get rid of one, let me tell you, one door closed, another one open. And I'm happy because it's definitely a different change. I ain't about to say that this is my boyfriend or whatever, but I'm just whatever. saying I'm having a nice time. Well, well, enjoy the ride. <laughs> Next question. Next question. <laughs> so, See ya. damn long, long time ago, day. The long, long, long time, long time ago, ago, day. day. Um, so, shout out to that. That deserves yeah. a bell ring. Um, mm. He gonna listen to this and be my, like, "You are doing the most." Never mind. <laughs> my what? Oh, good, oh, good, good, good. Um, so my week was cool. Um, I did have a very good time hanging out with the homies on Rolling Sunday. With the um, it was nice to catch up with everybody. Shout out to Leanne, Noodles, Tavia, um, Lauren, Asia. It was a good time. Shout out to Shannon. Oh, Shannon did pull, pull up, up at the late night. I mm-hmm. forgot about you, baby Shannon. I'm sorry. <laughs> never forget about you. You saved the best for last. Um, that was a good day. Um, the week has been pretty laid back. It's the summertime at the school, so it's really not much going on there. Um, I will co-sign with Asia in terms of like transitional... Um, I'll say like a spiritual transition because um, I read something that I was going to use as my final thought, but it's just on me to say it right now. Um, And I didn't, I'm not into the whole like, you know, spiritual um, chakras and like I have a a Libra in my sun moon and in, mm. in, I don't know about that. I don't know anything about that. Lord Jesus. Um, but I, I have been seeing my birthday 806 on the time frequently so play that number so fre- i did and i didn't win it's not even about the lottery i see it so much i see double numbers all the time i've been seeing one two three four all the time and i'm like oh my god this me like i know it i like the spiritual side of me knows that it's something so today on twitter i literally woke up got on twitter and i was like oh my god i knew it and it said spiritual transformation symptoms to look out for one relationships are ending Ooh, amen. Mm-hmm. Two, the universe is talking to you. Facts. You feel out of place. Not so much, but I get it. Mentors appear in your life. A fact. You keep seeing repeating numbers. There's an urge to resolve old issues. Big, 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 big facts. And you struggle to sleep. I always struggle to sleep, but lately I've been I've been having it like it's hard for me to like get up. And usually 
it's hard for me to get up, but like lately, recently, it's been real hard. So I'm like, I'm gonna use this little tweet as my confirmation that there is some type of transformation going on in my life, and I am not opposed to it. I am so like ready for um, whatever is coming. So. Yeah, I'm not with for it. nothing. I I feel like that too. Not just because of all those things happening to me. I'm sorry. Not because of all those things happening to me because those things have happened, but because like I when I tell you I had a rough day Saturday, I spoke things over my life that I never spoke over myself before, and they were terrible, horrible things. And after that day, Sunday, being able to see my friends, number one, being able to be vulnerable with them and telling them what was going on with me. And then after that, I woke up the next day and then things just started happening. And although I've been making different changes in my life a little bit, little by little. So it's just like, Asia, something is happening with you. Because like, I could, I went from when I was feeling terrible on Saturday, those were things that I spoke that I've always felt, but I would not dare say, you know what I'm saying? Because it's like, you don't want to speak those things into existence. But Mm -hmm. for me, I had to acknowledge it. Like I had to acknowledge it. I had to like bear myself. Like I had to be naked in that moment. And I needed people to know that this is how I really, really, really feel. And with that, I felt relief. You know, like when you open a soda after it's been shaking so much, you open it and it explodes, Mm -hmm. but then like it settles. Mm -hmm. And that's how I felt like I, like my spirit was just like, yearning for someone to hear me and I said what I had to say and then I settled and when I settled then my mind opened more like I'm I think a little more clearly and I'm accepting of newer things so that's part for for me a person who really don't like change which is why I like I don't like when Diana moved I hated it when things change I don't like it like but right now like let's do it let's do it let's and not just change like because I know change needs to happen for growth right but change from me being comfortable and me being uncomfortable it's like no more of me making myself comfortable I'm allowing myself to be uncomfortable because with uncomfortability comes change Mm -hmm. and right now I'm very spiritual and I'm into the chakras and you know I'm Ocean's daughter let let me tell you I'm Ocean's daughter and she's been telling me like you have to live in your truth you have to live and stand in your truth, the authority that you have. And so I am just, I am teachable at this moment. I'm letting go. I went to church on Sunday and I said, God, okay, you know how I like to control my shit. I'm gonna let you learn me. Just learn me. I'm here, teach me. You know what I'm saying? I'm willing to learn now because I had to let go of the of the reins of trying to conduct this shit by myself. There's nothing I can do to make my life go the way that I want it to go. I have to now let my spiritual connection with God lead me. And you know what? 
one thing I want to say to you guys is Happy New Year. Mm. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. I mean, um, it's it's a it's a blessing, and I do I do get I did get goosebumps to hear y'all speak mm -hmm. because it's like everything that I was saying about myself and everything that. I felt that was going to be going on in 2019 and I, mm -hmm. I'm seeing it come to fruition. Mm -hmm. Like this is the year for us. Like, I'm not sure, like, you know, used, I'm used to like doing numbers and like, what's this number mean and whatever, but I didn't, whatever. But from January 1, I was saying like, yo, it's a lot of changes going to mm -hmm. be occurring this year. And I love it and just to hear you guys say these things it's like reassurance to my not only myself mm -hmm. but it's like reassurance at the fact that like yo not only am i doing the right thing but you know when it's the right you're going down the right path mm -hmm. when those that you see the most can touch and agree and feel the exact yeah. same thing that you're feeling mm -hmm. And it's just like, you know how sometimes people say, oh, yeah, you you grow together or it's just like when you get that uncomfortable feeling, it's just like and those that are around you sometimes may not be feeling that same thing. Mm -hmm. Like, I love that. It's just like those around me are feeling or are like doing new things. Like, I, I love it. Yeah. I, I love it. And I mean, like and like I see people that that I'm not used to seeing step out of that element like people saying, oh, yeah, I'm tired of my job and I'm about to start something new. Mm -hmm. Where did the hell did that come from? Mm -hmm. Right. Because you, you know why? Because we have these perceptions of people that are like, oh, they're so sturdy. They good. Like, right. they're so stable. And like, I wish I was X, Y, and Z like them. And little do we know we're aspiring something that doesn't exist right right we're expiring i should say to achieve something that doesn't exist because a lot of people like you said who seem to have shit together really are just so small inside and so broken inside and you know so emotionally unstable inside definitely. that's definitely and they do so well at hiding it mm -hmm. that's like we said last you know? week we was like yo don't not only check on your friends that you know that you need to check on all the time, but check on your strong friends too. Mm -hmm. And it's like you're not really just you're not checking on them just to find realize that they about to or to find out they about to jump off the bridge. But right. it's like sometimes like some people may want to hear from you to those say are the, and those like, are the people Yo. who need it most, not just a hey sis how you doing or hey bro like how you how you doing like you need a real no how are you doing for real right how are you really doing or not even not even not even like i need to ask you how you doing like all right let's go out let's take a walk in the park sure. like just you like, never know what small small gesture can can lead, to, lead to it so i mean explosion that asia was re referring to it's mm -hmm. something in the atmosphere mm -hmm. whereas there is warranting change yeah mm -hmm. absolutely i feel that and shit. and it's like it's if it's an uneasy feeling you know is the right thing to do because mm -hmm. right. like i mean uneasy meaning like oh i'm not used to doing what i'm right let's table that because <laughs> that's going to go into the question uh conversation we want to have later mm-hmm 
Um, but yeah, we could continue to elaborate on that. Do y'all want to? Yeah, yeah. Anything else y'all want to talk about in regards to that? I mean, I want to say one thing is that I'm really thankful um, for Amber and Joe um, because I don't like I I try to be very independent, but Amber and Joe have been like my security blanket so like when i don't have them like i'm mad like i'm really angry (laughs) and when i do have them you know i feel comfortable i feel like i can say things i can be transparent and my friends you know they might not necessarily like what i have to say but they just know that that's me speaking how i feel and then like at the end of the day it's whatever and it's important to have people um that you feel like that with because for someone like me when i leave amber and joe i go i go home by myself right and that that really sucks i hate it I really don't like it. My father is always at work, and I want to tell him to stop, but also I don't want to pay rent. So (laughs) daddy has to go to work. (laughs) But when I go home, I go home alone, and I feel my worst. And I know that I can always, I don't care if they sleep, but I'll text them. I'll send them shit. I'll just like communicate with them <laughs> on the phone. You know what I'm saying? Because and I be seeing the messages come through like, all right. Yeah. Yo, and I it, know they sleep, but it's just like, <laughs> I'm going to keep sending them videos. Like, they going to laugh at this shit if I keep sending it. They should be like, <laughs> Uh, I know y'all sleep, but yeah. I find this funny. Y'all listen to this song. Y'all should listen to this song. Be like, right. Yo, it be the it be the best when she make because her and Amber do this like the voice record and she go back and forth and I'm like okay. <laughs> She's so who's she talking to? Like, <laughs> but it be like funny because you like you. It's just like. The best part of waking up, <laughs> right, is the Quiet. messages from last night. Right, yo, you just have messages from your friend because you know, like, I do appreciate you guys as well. Yeah, I mean, I, I said all that to say, like, thanks for hanging out with me, and like, thanks for being my friends, mm. and like, just listening to me talk and go through the motions. Like, do you know the scariest thing for somebody suffering from mental illness is to like tell it to people mm-hmm. and like not like because you don't want to feel bad you know because me as a person who suffers from mental illness I have a problem when people pour their shit onto me because I'm like Ugh, I really can't take this so I'm very conscious about pouring my shit onto people which is why I really don't say shit when I'm really feeling bad but when I'm feeling bad I could talk to y'all and I be praying to God like God whatever I like say just don't let them carry it because number one, y'all have your own lives. And number two, I don't want y'all feeling sorry for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't need nobody pity or whatever. I just be needing somebody to listen and still be my friend at the end of the day. I don't want to be that friend that be like, that y'all be like, I'm not going to Asia house because that bitch always sad. You don't know what you going to get from Asia today. I'm not going over there. Like, I don't want to be that friend. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, I I absolutely agree because and that can go into our, our conversation too. All right, we'll table it. <laughs> we'll table it. Yeah. Let's go on to the first. Uh, well, we're not. Do we have a thriving while black? 
Um, one thing I want to say is mm. on Thriving While Black, I watched the um, recap from last week. Um, if y'all didn't see um, when when they see us, mm. um, Oprah last night had um, interviews with not only the actors but the guys from the. Um, Sensual part five. What's up, baby? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in. Ah, the people is in there. No, no, no. I'm not talking about Asia because oh. Asia was listening. But I was the, so naive. The, the friend, the friend. But yeah, from the um, from the. <laughs> they, you know, I'm never in my phone. They, I told you the kid is out of retirement. They, they okay. Used it. <laughs> Coach just put I'm me in. I'm tired of crying in a Beamer. Okay? <laughs> I'm crying in a Hyundai. I want to see what crying in a Beamer feels like. <laughs> okay. okay, but yeah, Oprah had the documentary. Um, had like had not documentary. She had interviews yesterday. And one thing I want to say, and I mean, I don't know if y'all want to chalk it up to like mm-hmm. Thriving While Black, but one thing I can say is, I. Oprah spoke so eloquently mm-hmm. and asked so many questions that wasn't offensive or offended to anyone in the audience or to those that were were um, on the panel. Mm-hmm. And I was like, damn, Oprah. Shit. Like I'm like <laughs> now I, you know when Oprah Winfrey show came out we were young and I mean we watched it and we did all that other stuff um, and I was just like yo I can see why people really enjoyed your show because yeah. she got into your business mm-hmm. without like she took the back door and you ain't even know that she was. She make going you feel in. like she a therapist or she an auntie right. that you just talking to and you tell her everything. Oprah, right. yeah. Oprah can ask me anything and I'm telling but her. I'm telling her, her but, and Gail. I'm telling right, both but, of but, us. But you know what it is? <laughs> I, I just like big ups to her because I'm like, yo, for you to have people out there and you interview thousands of people, millions of people, and for them to trust you, to put that out there, knowing that you were not going to expose them in a negative way. Now, she probably did, and I may not know it because I don't follow Oprah like that, but I like the fact like how she handled that situation yesterday or whenever they interviewed. I love the fact that she, she, she was very knowledgeable about a lot of um, the issues. I mean, I did catch her sometime looking at her phone, and it could be for her notes. And then I like the fact that she is wearing an Apple Watch. I don't know what kind oh, you of. You know, band. she got the connect though. She's <laughs> Apple though. No, she's Apple. That wasn't like like she's paid to wear that. Oh. Oprah is Apple now. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, but oh yeah. I, but I <laughs> the, the, the the fact that I saw it, like she had it like nah, this. Sis, no, 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 that's all marketing, baby. Mm. Let me tell you. Well, uh, I, Oprah well, was she, at the last keynote. Like Oprah is Apple now. Well, she got, she, she got that deal. Well, she got my freaking attention. I'm like, yo, she made me feel like she's more. Re- she was relatable. Cause I'm like, damn, she got an Apple Watch. I got an Apple Watch on my hand too. Mm-hmm. Like, but like one thing I want to say, like, shout out to her and her interview and her interviewing skills because like I was taking notes, like, damn, girl, like how the hell do you do this? <laughs> like, I mean, journalism is a thing, you know what right. I'm saying? Like, people, but yo, people, shout out to Oprah. I don't know we want to talk. I about mean, I'm always into giving Oprah props, like <laughs> Auntie O. Like, definitely, she could be thriving while black every week. I don't care. Right. 
Um, but and yeah. shout out to the first episode of um, Queen Sugar. Like, I did not watch it. Don't you dare say a word. I DVR'd it. Okay. Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Don't exactly. start that bullshit. Please. Stop Listen, it. when I let me tell y'all. No, something. no, I'm no. About, I'm not about to say nothing about Queen Sugar. When I when we first started this this um, podcast thirty four weeks ago, mm-hmm. I was not up to nothing. Like. I was like, all I do is look, go on YouTube. And ever since this podcast, I was like, well, I got to. Oh, they do this now. Let me see. <laughs> My phone do backflips and <laughs> all this stuff now. And now I'm up here coming on the podcast. I'm like, did you see this? And everybody like, no, I ain't see it yet. Now, listen, some of these things, because, Joe, you know, I watch television. Mm-hmm. I watch television, but I got to watch television from Friday to Sunday, or when I'm at my desk, I got my television <laughs> in the background. Hmm. Don't tell the peoples that. But did you see Married at First Sight came on yesterday too? No, oh I don't watch gosh, that show. Friend. That show I, be at work I don't watch. Time. I just <laughs> okay. working, like, working. We have AirPods, and I walk away from yeah, my desk. Yeah, and I hear what's hey, going on. It's like you in the house, and the TV's still playing. Right. You walk away. I hear what's going on. So <clears throat> I have I purposely did not watch Queen Sugar last evening. Well, first of all, I was in the streets with Amber. Second and. Well, in the streets and then in the streets with Amber. And Ooh. then, secondly, I want to watch it so I could skip the commercials. So I DVR'd oh, okay. it. I get it. I plan on watching it this weekend or whatever. Like, tomorrow, I'm out of New York City. Tomorrow, Braxton. Tomorrow, Braxton. I'm out of New York City at 12 p.m. My homegirl that I work with, shout out to Victoria. Um, she trying to go out to like happy hour. I'm like, girl, it's gonna be twelve o'clock. Like, you trying to go to the happy hours? But if I don't do that, I'm going home to watch my shows. Anyway, that's why I don't be wanting to talk about it because I don't watch it yet. I only watch TV. Like, I still gotta watch. 90 Day Fiance. Now you know they got three different series of 90 right. Day Fiance on at the same time. So I got to watch all three of them. I got to watch Real Housewives of New York City. I got to watch Little Women Atlanta. <gasps> Did you watch it? They're getting married tomorrow. Yes, yes I'm going to watch it. So that's what I'm saying. I got to watch Dad. <laughs> I got to watch Iyamla. Like, it's a Why? lot. This is the first time Iyamla did three parts. I'm like, mm-hmm. damn, is it, what the hell? We still? Mm-hmm. I can't wait. Because they got a lot going on. So, I mean, I think one thing we should do later on down the line with the People's Podcast is do like a TV recap and commentary segment because I'll be having shit to say about the shit that I'll be watching. Or we should, we could talk about this later, or we could just be watching it and be commentating and people could listen. Oh, yeah, we could do that too. Like, oh, you know how they do the pillow talks after 90 Day Fiance? It's like the people that watch it. They watch it together and then like they sitting on the bed talking about the shit. We no, but do ours that ain't too. not gonna be pillow talk. It's it don't gotta be, be pillow talk. It's mm-hmm. just gonna be the people talking. That's mm-hmm. it. Um, but yeah, okay. That was Thriving Rob Black. Shout out to Oprah. Shout out to Gail, because Gail is a great interview she as well. If I could just go to Oprah's house and chill with her and Gail, like right. that would be like I won't have to go on vacation or do nothing else for the rest of my life. Like I would just wanna I go still up want there. Be, I still wanna go on vacation, but that that would be it for me. I saw an Instagram video not long ago of Oprah and Gail like getting ready to go jogging outside of like Oprah's compound because 
she got like a whole city to herself. And they was just like getting they self together and Oprah's throwing a tennis ball at the dog. Like, yep, it's World Fitness, World Wellness Day, National Wellness Day. We're she about outside. to take a jog. And she just outside her house throwing a ball at the dog, tying her shoes. I'm like, yo, I wish I was running with them. Like, <laughs> I wish I was with them. Gail was trying to get herself together and Oprah just, Oprah had too much energy for Gail that morning. Gail was trying to chill. I'm like, yo, I should be hanging with them. Right. Anyway, though, next segment of the episode, Amber, what is it? Um, I don't know. Is it uh, the socials? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's the there next. That's the next segment of the episode. So after we get through thriving while black, we would like to get to a long-winded segment when we talk shit about shit that we see on social media. We call this segment the socials. So we have a couple of topics, and I'm sure that we'll just pick through them um, and see what we all want you to know. The topic that comes fresh to my memory right now, and that I am particularly proud of is to see my my auntie my different auntie wendy williams out here got her whole boo Hmm. he is a young man i wouldn't even be dating him but wendy is and listen sis do you you got your little you got your little thing thing girl have a good time i i remember seeing a video of her this week on tmz and she was entertaining tmz and um oh the interviewer said yeah when she was in the car yeah. and tmz pulled up on her and he was on the other side and I said, hey, know, but i didn't really like how shady he looks he was like looking all around and like you know, looking in the bag and looking around and shit, and it's like mm, that's a little weird. But uh, you, Wendy, I if definitely you like it. I love it. I'm yeah, I definitely shit. think like Wendy's playing with him. Like that yeah. ain't about to be her man and that. And like wow. sure, sure, she's sure, playing sure, with him. Sure. So he's doing what she instructed him to do. He crying in a Honda, right? And I appreciate that she said she would like to say that we appreciate you know you guys giving us our privacy but she or respecting our privacy and she was like well i don't respect nobody else's privacy yeah, that's but, why i do the hot all but right exactly <laughs> and I, honestly i've always known that was wendy's sentiment it's just like she know that y'all doing this shit to her because y'all say she talks so much shit like of course like whatever but it is what it is. She's still going through her shit, right? But I'm not like saying the- that we got to be sensitive to her, but it ain't like she don't know that she talks shit about people. She, that's her job. That's why she's Wendy Williams. That's why. That's how Wendy Williams became Wendy Williams, talking shit. And now I like, the, like to see the transition from, like, a, and I probably said this a couple episodes ago as well, from where it was way back when we started into where it is right now. I mean, like, you know, like Amber said, if you if you like it, I love it. I mean, yeah, hey, absolutely. hey, I'm friend. I mean, if, if you paying this man off just to make make people think that you I, really I, bought I, I it, I highly doubt she's paying. Whatever, highly she, doubt. You she know how much money she got? Him, but you know how much money she? she mm-hmm. Wendy got bread. Mm-hmm. Okay, like, well, well, she but could, what I I say that to say like. I don't think a nigga would even be thinking about being paid off. Not you know what I'm paid. saying? Like, like giving I mean, him a happy meal or something like that. Like, <laughs> not, a, not a happy meal. <laughs> oh, shout out to Jeffrey. He just followed us on the People's Podcast. Oh, is that who that was? I saw that, but I didn't mm-hmm. know who that was. Yeah, that's him. Sorry. Frederick. <laughs> yeah. Um, but definitely shout out to Wendy. I'm glad to say she did get a little emotional because I guess they were asking her questions about Lil Kev and... Um, 
Big Kev and what's going on and shit. And they're like, oh, well, will Lil Kev be reconnected with his father? She's like, they are connected. They were never not connected. That's his father. Of course, we're all going to be together again. Like, Lil Kev has to graduate. There's, like, there's things that's going to happen. Like, right. And she said, she's like, yeah, it's unfortunate, but things happen. Life goes on. And I'm so, like, honestly, I am proud of Wendy for having that mindset and being able to speak that to the public. Mm-hmm. Um, because the people are going to keep talking shit or talking you know you know when gossip comes out like we all have our opinions on it but we don't Mm -hmm. even know the real story right Mm -hmm. but Wendy is able to clarify yes no yes no yes this is tough yes this is bad this is what I'm doing right now I got me a boy toy I know it looked like I might be a little high or something right now I might be she was on something (laughs) the baby was on something cause she was feeling herself (laughs) like she was feeling herself she showed her little crop top she was about to wear to the airport I was like, ooh, midlife crisis. But it's all right, mm-hmm. sis. Like, do your thing. Do what makes you happy. And I really respect her for that. I respect her transparency. Next. Talking about going to the airport. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Destinations I will not be going to ooh. until further notice. Okay. <laughs> yes, for the transition. Shoot. All right, what? King. What? Transition King. What? We talking about DR. Segway King. All these people are going to DR and... They, I heard that people they ain't coming back. <laughs> it's a one way flight to heaven. That's not funny. I'm sorry. Amber, guys. you said they ain't coming back. Uh, they're not coming back, baby. <laughs> they had that flight back. They didn't make it. Bruh. They didn't make it to it was an open seat. <laughs> uh, somebody on the jambon made it on that flight, baby. <laughs> you leaving You leaving DR. You get on your flight. They said it was a full baby. flight. Baby. You, you want that standby in. ticket. Hoping so somebody. Somebody ain't on. make it, and the seat next to you is empty. Not make it on that day, you know what they say, freshman year. Look to your left look and look to your right. Make Jesus. sure you got your buddies. Because I ain't never been on a flight. I never been on a flight from DR where it wasn't packed. So I can only imagine if I got on a flight coming back from DR and the seat next to me is empty. The first thing I'm gonna think is, "Oh, that motherfucker dead." Oh. Son, this is really <laughs> scary. <laughs> yeah, did y'all hear that? A people was found dead in Cancun oh well I guess I'm staying my black ass in Jerry City New Jersey <laughs> <laughs> it is dangerous it's just as dangerous in damn these places as it is in Jersey City sure. at least I know I could turn down the wrong street and do a U-turn I could make my way home right. I can't be in the Mexico's <laughs> And a long, long time ago, long stage, time, time. I cannot. I, I wanted to go there a long, long time a long ago. Shit, <laughs> catch me in the streets of Jersey City. I'm gonna go get That's, me. I'm gonna go to Surf City to get my sand and my sun, bitch. <laughs> no. Fuck you, me. I, no, I, no, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna get me a green screen, and I'm going. Okay. <laughs> they I'm said Aruba. Hmm. I'm gonna sit my leg up on my on my table and say. Look where I'm at. Guess Shit. Me. Listen, all I know is when we go to fucking Aruba, <laughs> we are having a buddy system. But it ain't even about that because ain't it that the people at the Bahia place, they was drinking, like it was something that they drank. They say each of those people when they drank was from drinking the mini bar. From the run, from the, yeah, from the bar in the in room. In the room. What am I supposed to do? I have an all-inclusive ticket. Right. But you the know fuck? what? As many all-inclusives that I have been, I don't drink from that bar in the room. 
I don't like it's like the bottles that's hanging on the wall. I yeah. do not drink from them because they be open sometimes already. They right? are I like open. The juice. Yeah, I like the juice. That's why I remember when I went to Jamaica. If it's something that's closed in the fridge, I might drink that. But I'm I don't drink none of that shit that on be the on wall. the wall. Oh no, uh-huh. I never see nothing on the wall. But yeah, when they I got went the to, little spigot. No, no, I know. I always get something that is either in the fridge and there's or a if bar it's brand on new. every floor right. of the like, resort. Yeah. When, like, I, went, just when go I went to Jamaica, they were like. um they had something called a TLC, and this was like your personal um, person that to go to if you ever need anything yeah. for the room. And this person would bring us we like beef patties. We they bring we we like rum. Oh, They'll bring it up to the tape. Oh they bring God. it to the tape. They bring it to our room, and we'll have it at twelve o'clock noon every day mm-hmm. as long as we're there. They talking about some now now. That TLC gonna go out the window because mm-hmm. I'm gonna walk my ass to the bar and get exactly. my own TLC. That you can't trust nobody. You can't trust nobody. nobody. You can't trust like, the marijuana. You know the drink with the the, the not the marijuana. He's talking about the mama wana. This man said the marijuana. You know the the the. That they got the wood chips and the shit. Yeah, I got that. Like, I still got the bottle in my cabinet. I said I was gonna put people. I was gonna put wine in it and let it ferment, but I still got it from my last time in DR mm-hmm. in my in my cabinet in my house. I'm probably gonna throw it out. I'm yeah, see fuck some, that. Let me see somebody. <laughs> let me see somebody drink that. If they don't come back to Asia House, you drink it. This is TLC <laughs> person. You drink my shit first, and then I'ma drink. Fuck. You that. know what? And it it brings me to a thought. I went on a cruise one time. Um. And there was a guy, and I can't remember his name. I feel like it was Kendrick or something like that. But he was, he worked on a cruise ship. He was from a Caribbean island. I want to say he was from like Jamaica or something. But I went on a trip with a large group of friends. So it was like maybe like 18 of us. But he always, being that he lived on this ship, he always treated us so well. So while everybody else else was eating a regular breakfast, we had porridge. He would bring us porridge that he made. like in his house? No, in the ship, like the other, you know, his other Caribbean Not from people. His house and mm-hmm. he was no, because we, we was on the water. Brain fart. Right. So, like, you know, there's other, uh, you know, Caribbean people that was there. So they would make their own breakfast and stuff. So he would mm. make, he would have Aki and sausage, oh. porridge. And, like, instead of us going to the buffet eating the regular ass shit that everybody else had, we had the good shit. And I'm like, you think about people like that. And we accepted everything from him. We also, gave him money or whatever but you think about that and it's just like damn I can't do shit like that no more cause mm-hmm. I don't know what people First are giving all, me I would have never been taking nothing from Kendrick <laughs> Lamar <laughs> not Lamar Kendrick or Lamar I'm sorry Pirate. Kendrick this smells oh. real good but <laughs> but at that time I'm gonna ha- but even it's scary now it's, it don't even matter even with happening. the ship food I would be like you know, you never know, bro. You never freaking Cause it's know. Because either you eat on the ship or you eat when you get to these islands. Right. You might as well eat on the ship because your ship yeah. you left on the ship longer US. than you. You, want, you. That's where your food supply like, is. That's what you pay and another, for. Th- another you get thing off the is, ship and you go eat in these different villages and towns and yeah. everything. You don't know what you eat. But that's yeah. a, another See, thing too. You have to again. really. You have to like really be <laughs> my what? Like, you can't about. trust nothing. The fuck? I'm, I need a farm. Like oh, okay. what? Right, girl, Do but, you watch fucking? Um, what's his fucking name? I don't the know. The chef. The English chef. No, no. 
Fahrenheit 911. It's some shit. It's like to hell or some shit. It's a cooking show. He be going to these restaurants. Oh, yes, 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 Gordon Ramsay. Son. It's not called Fahrenheit 911. It's not 911, though. Or hell. (laughs) To hell and back or some shit like that. Restaurant 911? Maybe. Son, it's not that. That shit nasty. Like these kitchens, what? bro. Like the wow, the, the grease, the that fucking be- blood of the chicken. Amber, <laughs> we only going. As I was getting ready to pull another drink, now I'm sorry, but right. that's what they be having, and it makes me very okay. Weary. But anyway, I wasn't gonna go. Never mind. <laughs> no, please say what you was gonna say. We have to make people aware of this because you can't be eating. I was just saying. Food. I was like. Like Asia was saying, you gotta be mindful not only what the food you eat, but like the places you go as well. Absolutely. So the, so the buddy system is very, very <laughs> important. As I get an email from Airbnb Adventures, nope, I'm okay. not doing it. Right, they be having bed bugs too. Oh, not bed bugs. You know what it is? <laughs> so I had a group of friends. I'm sleeping on the floor. The I'm not friends, sleeping. <laughs> the same group of friends that I traveled on the cruise with, I didn't go with them, but the guys of that group decided to take a trip to South. Uh, I don't want to say it was South Africa, but Johannesburg. So maybe South Africa. Africa. Yeah, right? They booked an Airbnb in South Africa. Oh, they got them. Let me tell you. That's nice. That's, a nice, that's, that's nice in Johannesburg, ain't it? <laughs> oh, they had bad rice? Um, <laughs> I just want y'all to know. No, they had a nice place. Uh-oh. But you got to understand, when you go to these foreign countries and foreign continents, these people, mm. are, they when you they see you American, and I've always known this. I've traveled plenty of places. They think you rich. Right. They think you got so much money. Long story short, and I, I thank God that they made it back safe, but they got robbed. Right. Damn. They got robbed at knife point, and one of my boys got stabbed. They was on a flight home the, the next day. They didn't even stay their whole trip because when you go to these places and I and we're and that's why I travel with groups like I've traveled places like with me and one other person but you have to like you need somebody that knows this area that area not even like that's yes. apt to like people who trying to swindle you because people you will go to these resorts you gotta and, dress like a bum and, essentially I mean you and like that's DR her you gotta dress but, not even cute. no yeah no no well what we did cause when we was in DR like before we would go anywhere outside the resort all jewelry is off yeah, even if yeah, it's yeah, fake yeah. we take that shit off like we was tucking shit in but like that's just like, like people say too like I know because um, they will. People, they won't, will rob people, you. people won't even wear their wedding or engagement rings to these places because Mm-mm. of the obvious for these reasons. And I, well, I'm sure some niggas don't wear their wedding I've rings said, for I've, other reasons. Oh my gosh! But anyway, saying. like, like that. Just say, like, I had a client that said that she went to um, went out of state, came, went out of the country, and somebody was cut her bag, and she didn't even notice mm-hmm. like the strap of her bag, mm. like they like the bag fell. They took all the money of uh, that was in the purse, her license and everything like that. She had to get her family to wire her some money. So, and eventually, because her bag was her her phone was in the bag, she called the phone from the ho- her cell phone from her ho- from the hotel room. The person picked up. Mm, they said, "Give me." They said <laughs> that exactly. Mm-hmm. Give me this amount of money and you can have everything back well i can't leave out the country without my items right and they said that's your problem mm. 
Absolutely. That's exactly what they're going to say. They As, know. They ain't They know. They not. They, and they don't give a fuck is a thing. Like, they don't care. And, I mean, and you got to look at how they live in, too. Like, exactly. Like, it's like That's my next like point. Third world. You know what I'm saying? Like, Thank you. It's literally like a third world. That's not shit. Yeah, no. It is a third world. Like, I remember coming out of my resort at literally right outside of my resort. Like, I walked out of the resort onto the streets, and there was like a strip and you could there's like little Dominican restaurants and little stores little and the Dominican kids are coming up to you up yes. and down the block like give me one dollar give me two dollars for what give me a dollar <laughs> like for nothing like you got money give me a dollar like the kids were saying the this? children walking up and down the street that's they they job was, was school without was out yeah they wasn't in school and I don't know if they even go to school but they was up in my face like give me this I need a dollar, please give me a dollar. Give Aruba, me a dollar. I am not coming off. I don't have this. no money. <laughs> and Aruba is Zero. not like that. I mean, Settle. unless we go like somewhere else, but it's not like that in Aruba for yeah, real. Yeah, like yeah. Aruba is for like bougie, like because Aruba is expensive, right? Um, and we're, right. we're DR is like a cheap trip, quote unquote. Right? Yes, it is a cheap yeah. trip. Like I've been to DR like three times. Like yeah. it's a cheap ass oh, trip, and every time I go there, I feel like I get food poisoning. But that's another story. Well, yeah, I ain't see, going no. there. Don't eat I the seafood in Dominican Republic because the seafood? don't eat the seafood and don't drink the water. Don't drink the water. That. I've definitely heard that it's uh, not good. The it, water is not a good look for you. It's not good. Oh no, bendito. I'm alright. So, um, stop playing, Amber. Shanta. I'm about to say it. So <laughs> I'm about to say it so loud. <laughs> you saw how she took in a deep breath, like she it's was about to scream so on this mic. Like, let me not, cause I be loud as fuck on the podcast. <laughs> it was about to be so loud, y'all. Y'all was gonna be so mad. Come get. Come get your. Tank array. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, y'all need to stay out. I mean, I don't want to say stay out. Like, you gonna travel, yeah, travel, but you need to be like for people. Because I have friends who have not traveled really, and I have to tell them. Like, recently, my homegirl went to Puerto Rico and she was like, Yeah, I got an Airbnb and this, this, and that. I'm like, Did you read the reviews? Like, is that how many right. people have stayed there? Yeah. How many you know, stars? Like, I forgot where we stayed and we went to Puerto Rico, but we had a good old time in PR. But now, like, since the hurricane, you know what I'm saying? Like, they're rebuilding things are different. Places. Yeah, like San Juan. Touched. Yeah. San Juan is cool. Right. But, like, What's the other one? Puerto something? Like, that shit different right now. Like, that shit different. That's it different. And <laughs> you guys need to be, like, really need mindful. to be mindful. Like, when you step off the resort, like, don't get super, super drunk at these resorts, number one. And honestly, it's really hard to. If you get in super drunk at a resort, they giving you something other than the liquor that they serving. Because I know for a fact, when you stay on a resort... That liquor be weak, and it be the cheapest shit, but it still oh, no. be, weak. It be weak. No, yes. no, no, no. I you remember when I went to You need to go Jamaica. to a resort that has actual top shelf liquor that oh, you would yes. see yeah. in the U.S. Because yeah. those those bottles that you see in your room, the 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 only name you'll probably recognize is like a Jose Cuervo. That's it. Everything else is some shit you never heard before. So therefore, oh, you don't know there. what's in it. 
no. So you need to be careful of that. Yeah, and I'm if little, I'm, I'll be honest, I'm scared. Like, uh, like I mean, I've never been. I've only been in Puerto Rico. So like, I'm going to I've my Virgin Islands. I'm going to my Barbados. I'm going to, to my Saint Thomas. I'm going. I love Saint Thomas. Saint Thomas is one of the my, places that's on my favorite. Saint right. Thomas, Saint Kitts, yes, that's and Costa Rica mm-hmm. have been my favorite places. Oh, and Aruba because this is like my fourth time. You got to come to Barbados. I got to take you. I would love to go to Barbados actually. Um, but definitely St. Thomas and St. Kitts, some of the best food I've ever had. Aruba, it, the weather is always great. Right. I never had no problems. And honestly, and I Aruba. families go to Aruba. Yeah, fit, my aunt goes every August. Yeah. She goes to Aruba. Like my little cousin is what, nine years old? She's been to Aruba eight times oh, since sure. she was a baby. Yeah. Like, Well, yeah. you know what? They the, go every won, year. Our resort is. And our resort is considered like the bougie. The, the top, right? top, yeah. top, top, top. Like, I did see, there's no kids allowed. Mm-mm. There's no kids in and hours. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, my 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 colleague did tell me that she stayed across the street from where we're staying, mm-hmm. and she said that she used to come to hours mm-hmm. just to go to the beach, go eat. I said, "Well, then, where the hell were you staying? Right. Have you no? Because that the- place, I know, I've stayed at that line of resort in different places mm-hmm. in Costa Rica and in uh, ooh what is that place to start with a C? Oh God, I can't think about it. But I stayed there in Costa Rica and then that other place. Damn, I can't remember it. Um, But that line of resorts is very like fancy. fancy. Mm-hmm. Anyway, speaking of families, um, Cassie's having a baby. Oh yeah, with that white man. And I think that Cassie. that is a prime example uh, now don't get me wrong I'm sure when Cassie was with Diddy she was just she was kind of I, I believe that she was on the same level as Diddy right mm-hmm. in terms of like we know that like, niggas ain't about to get married you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying like niggas ain't about he, I don't think she expected him to propose to her or you know have any and, and, and maybe that didn't really matter to them mm-hmm. however I want to say it was this year that that news broke that she was with the the guy. I forget his name. It was this year, wasn't it? And his she, name is like Alex. Or yes, something. Alex. Mm-hmm. And now Shorty is married. <clears throat> and oh, she's married to him already. I, I take engaged. Engaged. Having a baby. Oh, having. So a baby. some people. I wanted to just talk about the few people, women, who were in the comments like, "Oh, how is being a baby mama an upgrade? Um, she still ain't got no ring." Um, like you know all these kinds of weird things and I'm just like did you see his post like this man wrote like on the gram a letter to my daughter to to, I think it said to Cassie and my daughter and it's just like but you gotta why you why why we do that meanwhile these bitches don't got shit going on but you know what you you wonder why some celebrities turn off their comments yes because like honestly you don't know the the relationship status that they are in like she may be at a better place where that's what i'm saying and then you want to say how like come on get a dna test for the five kids that you got like it's just so crazy to me how we judge and right. we're so quick to take down somebody's happiness, right? right? Like Cassie seems so freaking happy. She about to have a whole baby and is ecstatic about it with a man who seems to be very much in love with her publicly. <laughs> there was a video that surfaced on Twitter about Diddy talking about this 
ridiculous 75-25 rule. And he basically, for lack of better words, he said, you know, dating me 25, 25% of the time, you're going to be like, oh, I hate this. I hate being in this relationship. Uh, this guy, you know, this is too much. I don't want to do this anymore. 25%? But the other 75%, I'm going to make you the happiest woman in the That's world. I said, what the fuck? <laughs> <Uncle Ryan. laughs> I said, what type of shit is that? 75, 25. Imagine a whole quarter of your relationship, That's you gotta be chunk. unhappy. That's a big And chunk. being okay with it. That's a chunk. And so here's the thing. There's tons of us that are okay with it. Right. And then until, we don't even realize that we're like, we're like dealing with the bullshit. And until somebody like the Alex or the Russell Wilson, only because those are public figures, right? So, like somebody like that comes into our lives, it's like, holy shit, what the fuck was I doing? There's only a matter so, there, of... Oh, there's keeping it real, though, that you can't blame them for keeping it real. But no, I, I can't blame him for keeping it real. I don't. But, but, but Joe... Absolutely, but, but, I agree. But, but this, just, agree. this just shows that... It's just shitty I that, hope, like, I he hope thinks that that I, I hope cool. that I'm able to see it but this just lets you know if he's publicly saying that how he feels how he feels about yeah. this woman you know that a, a pro, uh, proposal is coming soon you know that something is coming and soon and maybe not even I mean like and, and, and like like maybe that's not even like a priority to them but, I mean I don't know but this just but shows security something it shows, it shows it, it, I mean like <clears throat> it shows their experience and their relationship right point blank period right. everybody want to make it something else mm -hmm. but this man might just be sharing his experience and his relationship with this person right back to diddy what my issue is with that is because i get it you're a celebrity mm -hmm. right but now you feel like just because this is my life and this is my and i'm, oh, I'm sorry let me add one thing before you say that okay. one of the things in his 25 percent oh he cheated on me this nigga said that shit in his 25%. So that just adds on to my exactly, point. Exactly. It's just like, because you're Diddy and you know that you live this certain type of lifestyle, I'm not going to take away from your experience. If that's your experience, okay, beloved. But you got to realize that you being a celebrity, you have a voice and this voice projects. And so when you say shit like this, you making other people think it's okay to say the same thing. Facts. And you, not everybody is Diddy. And now you're going to make... Con like make other women or condition people to think that I should be okay with the 25% right. and make I, regular ass men right. think they could fucking and that, and that, give me and that, 75% and that shit also women like fuck just like the Jay-Z and Beyonce situation yeah. Yeah. like oh fuck even out Beyonce here got cheated on Come you're not now. Beyonce he ain't Jay-Z so fuck out of here like the but fuck that's what they, people got to be very mindful of what they say. Absolutely, very mindful Abs because that's so dangerous. You, you can you can the, those trolls or those people that are jealous and envious yeah. of you will take it and amplify it to to the magnitude of no return. Yeah, bro, I sure. just want celebrities to be mindful of the type of energy that they put in out right. there. Like I'm a you celebrity. got a voice, you know, <laughs> and even I'm mindful of the type of and, bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Even and I'm not a celebrity. I don't, I don't got a lot of followers on Instagram. But what I will tell you is this: my voice carries the right. energy I ca that I have. It carries, right. and so I try. No, see people you. see me. Okay. They 
they might not be on my followers, but yeah. every time I see my, my videos being watched, it's, it's a couple hundred people right. that be watching me. But anyway, I say that to say... But right, with your, with your old ass. looking ass. <laughs> right. But anyway, like, I know my voice carries, so I would never put out energy that I'm not, number one... I, I think about other people, how they're going to receive things yeah. that I say right. on social media. Because right. I told y'all, I receive a lot of stuff on social media from people and they don't know that that shit hurts me. Right. So I'm mindful of the things that I put out there because I don't want nobody to feel like I feel. You know, I yeah. try to put good things out. I try to put energy, you know, out there. But... But it, I'm mindful of it. But, so as a celebrity with 2.5 million, 3 million followers, you want to be careful of the type of energy that you put out there and how it's going to affect people. You got right. 3 million people following you. You are a, a, a hip hop like public figure, public right? A public and not only figure. That, you do really good things in our community. Yeah. So now like, people pe- look up to you, nigga. and now people gonna mix that shit up with what this shit you putting out. Right. But you know what it is too. Like it gets to the point whereas you have to, and I mean, it could be just me. Um, it just leads me to believe like which one is the real you? Mm-hmm. Hey, are you giving? given to the community because and I'm not just I'm not talking about Diddy but are you giving to the community um to to do as a tax write off a lot of them do or let's keep that 100 or or like like what what you say in this 75 25 rule is this um is this is this the um you saying whatever you saying is that the the real you so it's like for me being a thinker like it it makes me sit back and say yo um can i really listen to your music but we should say that really regardless but but me being a thinker like if i see something like that i'm i'm gonna sit back and say okay let let me see what your next move is because i mean i play checkers and and i i haven't mastered chess yet but like you gotta strategize and i want to see right so (laughs) you're not playing chess yeah oh well teach my uncle taught me okay i Mm -hmm. need to learn but yo, it, I just gotta like sit here and I, I want to see your next move, and it's just like you gotta really understand that every risk that you take mm-hmm. is gotta be very strategic, mm-hmm. and that leads me to our questions. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I felt the segue. I felt the segue. So let me well, let me preface this and let y'all know. Usually after we talk about the socials, we get into a segment called listener letters. But today we're gonna present a new segment that we haven't named yet. But basically we we bring a topic of discussion to the table and we present our different experiences on that said topic so here we go we're gonna call this i need questions i need questions i need questions questions questions, questions. <laughs> i need questions you remember our cardi was like right. she really needed answers but she's like That's nah right. i need I questions, need questions. <laughs> <laughs> so we need questions right so my thing is like one thing that came to mind was you know people ask you questions during interviews and it's just like off the bat like am i really that type of person or like, how do I answer that question? And one thing that came to mind is, what is one risk that you took, good or bad? Mm. If it's good, what what was the outcome of it? Mm-hmm. And if it's bad, do you regret that risk that you took? Amber, 
Um, this is, I mean, just in anything in life? Anything in life. And I've got to be a relationship. Because we always talk about relationships. I like, know. I get tired of it. Jesus. Um, no. Um, well, when we, we, we did discuss this earlier. So, the, the one recent risk that I took was flying to Atlanta, literally at the drop of a dime, um, for a job interview that I had no idea whether I would get or not. Um, I found out about the interview on a Thursday. The interview was on a Tuesday, and I bought the ticket on that Friday. Um, so that risk, obviously losing my like losing out on money because it's like, well, if I go and I don't get the job, then that sucks. Um, if I go and I have a bad interview, that also sucks. That's a waste of money, waste of my time. Um, what I will say is, I didn't get the job. Obviously, I'm still here in Jersey. Um, but what I will say is, I won't say that it turned out bad because, or to answer you said I don't I don't regret it um, so what so what did you learn about yourself um I didn't really learn much about myself like I know I know me very well so it's not about yeah. it wasn't really like learning about myself mm-hmm. um it was more so like a reality check for me mm-hmm. and understanding like that's why I'm not like not to say that I'm not into that whole like uh the stars are aligned kind of thing Mm -hmm. I'm into it but like I I wish I knew more about it so I could really really understand it because I think if I really got it I would understand so much more about life right with that I kind of went into that situation unfortunately with like uh I know I'm getting this job Mm -hmm. and I didn't get it right Mm -hmm. so at first it was a little like, oh shit, like reality bitch, like you not always, you you know, just, just because you have a good feeling about something doesn't mean it's always going to go the way that you want it to go. Um, so I guess what I learned was like one situation in life, like life is not cumulative, right? Like in, in terms of like, just because something happened on one day doesn't mean it's gonna happen on the next. Right. Or this lesson that I learned on Tuesday might not necessarily refer to the lesson that I'ma learn on Friday. It Correct. could be very similar fucking lessons, but just because it went right on Tuesday don't necessarily mean it's gonna go right the fuck on Friday. So I guess that's what I learned it, it is like, to, to take every experience and everything that I do um, with a new set of eyes and to not let like past experiences determine or allow me to psych myself because that's really what happened um, into thinking that something is going to happen, bad or good. Mm-hmm. So do you think there's a difference between a, a gamble and a calculated risk? Absolutely. There's a huge, there's a huge uh, difference. Huge difference. Okay. Calculated risk is obviously it's calculated. Now here's mm-hmm. the thing: it's still a risk. You can still go wrong. Mm-hmm. But a gamble, I I bought three lottery tickets, three scratch offs today, and I gambled my fucking three dollars and lost. Yeah. So that that was a gamble. You and I can saying? speak to that as well. Yeah, that's random yeah. to me. To me, gambling is is luck. It's nothing but pure luck, like chance, I should say. Mm-hmm. But a calculated risk, you know what I'm saying? You, you, you could be That's playing something poker. You, you already, you know the chances you, yeah, of what can concrete. happen or what could not happen. And, and you, you know, know they still could go wrong. But you still put in. Right. That's a calculated risk. Yeah, calculated is like you put some thought into that thing. Right, right, Asia. right, right. 
So I'm gonna piggyback off of that because my two examples that I was going to share definitely have to deal with calculated risk and gambling. Mm-hmm. So my first example of me taking risk, I work in risk management. I've been doing so for, I don't know, five five years or so. So that's what I do every day, I take risk. I'm good at it. I'm good at taking calculated risk because I weigh out what my outcomes will be or and what I could gain. If I take this risk and it works out, what would I gain? And this is in my job, right? This is me going to work every day. So I do this shit every day. And then if what I gain seems like it is like 10 times more beneficial than a loss, I, f- I would feel if it didn't go my way, I take the risk. That's the calculation, right? I do that every day at work. A gamble I take every day is... Being my authentic self, I gamble with that. Hmm. Being me, being who Asia. Yeah, that's a, that's my gamble. That's the risk I take every day. Cause that's literally either it's gonna be good or it ain't gonna be good. People like, gonna, like <laughs> people gonna, gonna fuck, fuck with, with me or not, and that's or right. some people not that's gonna true. fuck with me. That's the gamble I take right, every day. Right. And also part of that gamble is when I go home and go to bed at night, the person that I was. Am I okay with that? Do I can I sleep off of just being this person that I wanted everybody else to see, or am I mad at myself because I wasn't myself? Right. That's the gamble I take. There are a lot of times where I put myself in certain situations, and it's funny. I would say shout out to my trainer from this week at work because he showed me that being my authentic self in professional settings is not a bad thing. Facts. Absolutely. I've been taught growing up, especially with public speaking, keep your hands by your sides. No hand gestures, like stand up Mm -hmm. straight. You can't do this. You can't do that. He told me today, Asia, what I loved about when you spoke today is that you talk with your hands. Interactions. You engage the people Mm -hmm. that you're speaking to. And I was so nervous speaking in front of people. Oh, sidebar. Shout out to everybody that came from my cat program today. We've been working in the city all week, and they all follow the People's Podcast right now. They are so fascinated with the fact that I have a podcast because being like I'm one of two black girls in the room, um, they like, oh, you just have so much personality. And I remember you from the last training, and it, it was so much fun. You're such a cool person. I'm just like, all right. But... Anyway, they all follow people's podcasts. They think it's super cool. I'm kind of nervous for them to listen because, like, we be cursing and talking about other shit. So Yeah, my fucking colleagues do not. Yeah, no, they all. (laughs) But, you know, a lot of my colleagues that are in the program with me are younger than me. Mm. So, like, they're all into it. But now my trainer today, he was like, yeah. Everybody, like, I'm so interested in the people's podcast. And I'm like. Stop saying that shit. Don't, don't say that. <laughs> I don't even like having my case around my coworkers. Right. Like, like, what is that? Nothing, girl. But anyway, that's the gamble I take is being my authentic self every day. That's a gamble I take because at the end of the day, when you walk out into the world, whether you have problems with your identity and who you are or not, you walk out into the world and you have to present yourself. First impression is everything to everybody, right? And it's like, can I be myself to this person? Is this person going to understand me? Is this room going to understand me? And I had to learn that. That's the gamble I take. And... 
honestly, I will be honest and say that I've been disappointed in myself some days. And I feel like, like, after I leave a set and it's just like, Asia, you should have gave him Asia. You should have mm-hmm. gave him Asia. Mm-hmm. But you didn't because you were afraid of how these people would receive you and how they would react to you. And I I really want that for the world. I want us to all be okay with being okay. You know, with being who we are. And I think there's a lot of us, especially uh, people of color, people of the LGBTQ community who walk out and they cannot be themselves. They cannot be who they are because they are afraid of how people are going to receive them if they're just authentic. And, like, that's not a way to live. Like, if I was... I I walk out sometimes and I'm afraid to be who I am because I just feel like people are not going to receive me. But, like, why do we care about how people receive us? It's because people treat you bad. When they don't receive you well, it's not... They don't keep it to themselves. They outwardly put it into the atmosphere and they treat you mean. One thing I can say is uh, I can appreciate what you said. You said two things that really brought a lot, something that I was talking about this week um, that we don't realize that can affect um, the kids of the future and the kids now adults of mm-hmm. the present. Um, we we tell people or kids when we're younger not to do certain things mm-hmm. oh you talk too much so you need to be quiet mm-hmm. you use your hands and you don't you shouldn't do that because people may get um may feel um intimidated intimidated mm-hmm. by you or they may um see feel like you're about to attack them for certain reasons and those people for those words and you telling them what not to do on how not to dress on mm-hmm. what how what not to feel about certain things mm-hmm. and certain fe- people mm-hmm. they start to suppress those things and they certain things start to happen like suicide and um murders and things things like that like i feel like we need to stop not we because i feel like this generation are like the test dummies of a lot of things mm-hmm. and we're um the generation that like we had to like it was like a trial and error situation with us not even trial and error it was kind of like trial and you better get the shit the fuck right mm-hmm. so the fucking student debt crisis so but i digress so it, so <laughs> it's Yo, just like me yesterday so is it so it's just like more so like we Telling people or kids not to do certain things, we don't realize how it can affect them it for the future. People. And by telling somebody to shut up because you talk too much, it could have really stopped them from being the next Oprah. Mm-hmm. Because now they feel like they have nothing to say and they go under the the under the shell or go mm-hmm. into their shell for whatever mm-hmm. reason. And not even not um, only just people to piggyback off what you're saying. Sometimes it's our parents. It's our parents and, telling us, and 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 that and that's it, and that and that's what that's like, me me saying. People is not only saying our teachers and stuff like yeah, that, yeah, yeah. but it's saying the those influential figures that we look we see yeah. from eight o'clock in the morning to like three o'clock in the afternoon, mm-hmm. telling us to My shut up. Or you gonna? Me, or you? Oh, how you gonna wear your hair to that interview? Still to this day. But, but, to this day, like. <laughs> but the, but then but then it's like another thing. Okay, so answering the question is, um, until 2019, I was great at taking calculated risks. Mm-hmm. That's why I asked those questions. Do you feel like it's a difference? And I do feel 
um, there is a difference. Mm -hmm. Why do I feel it's a difference? Because I can control my calculated risk. Sure. Mm -hmm. One plus one equals two. One plus two equals three. It's still a one there, and I know the result at the end. Right. So I'm so I'm I was used to taking calculated risk because I can control it, and I don't feel like calculated risk best fits for the universe today mm. because like you taking calculated risk and you can control what you have in your circle but there's a lot of stuff outside going of your circle outside. I that totally you, agree with and that. that that's going outside and you you, you still your calculated you risk stump. ain't gonna work but you you'll still never grow stump. and you'll and, never figure it out but, 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 but don't get me wrong i've grown mm -hmm. with my calculated risk i've grown because Absolutely. i was very strategic like as you say make being in risk management i've let me tell you something a calculated risk and i can admit it was being I graduated in 2010 with my bachelor's in social behavioral science Fuck that shit, because I know how to analyze people's behaviors just by being in the area with them. When I got... Show me the area. The area. <laughs> <laughs> like, we sat there and I graduated on May 17th of 2009. <laughs> Stop it, not 2017. No, 2010. Sorry. Oh, okay. May 17. May 17, 2010. Sally May called me. <laughs> Sally May called me. May 18th. Facts. To a week later, and she said, yo. Run me my money. I need you to, I said, I don't, I don't even have a job yet. Mm -h
gambling, I learned that whether I win or lose, I know that I'm going to learn something from that. You know what else you learn from, from that gambling? decision I made? Is that you don't have to be afraid. Right. Like people don't gamble because they scared to lose. But if and that's the good part of because gambling could go wrong in a lot of situations. Right. Mm-hmm. But when you're not afraid to lose in mm. this situation, you feel better taking those risks. Right. Because it's just like, if I didn't do it, then I'm going to sit here and think about what if I did do it. Right. So if you can X that shit off, like off the list, like I, I tried that, it didn't work. Tried that, it didn't work. You don't ever have to go back and think like, uh, maybe I should go back up there and try that. But you people, know what I'm mi- people misconstrue calculated decisions for for gambling when on actuality I feel like gambling is you don't have you have control of the outcome when you first make that first move I feel like people miss it because they don't know what Miriam Webster is. So if you go on Miriam Webster's dictionary and you Google calculated risk, it will tell you like what that means. Right. Like don't mistake calculated risk for gambling. Like the reason why calculated risk is a compound word is because it has a compound meaning. Mm-hmm. Okay? Gambling also can mean many things, but you need to understand like if you can't Calculated means that you computed the the ins, the outs, the ups and the downs before you took this risk. That's why it's calculated. You thought about it. Mm-hmm. When you gamble something, you don't put too much thought in it. You just take a chance. Yes. And the outcome. You take a chance. And the outcome could be positive or negative. You don't know, but you took a chance. But when you calculate the chance that you are about to take, you already are aware of of mm. what the outcome could and can't be. Yes. That's yes. the difference. Yes. So, I mean, like, I I really do. Oh, I like this segment. Mm-hmm. It was a good idea. Yo, it, it, it's, it, it's, it's a good thing. And, and what I'm learning is, like, life doesn't run on calculated risk, whether right. you're in a relationship. Because, like, we try to make strategic decisions when it comes to relationships mm-hmm. or our career or mm-hmm. anything like in life like even when it's like buying something oh i'm going to go into this store and i'm gonna look at these items and i know it's gonna be here when i'm gonna look for a summer item um right now because i know it's gonna go on sale when fall and fall and winter come how you know that's gonna be there by the time you're back to the store right how you you're right mm-hmm. So it's just like, and then you disappointed. Mm-hmm. Oh, I should have bought that because it could have gone with something else. Yeah, yeah, or yeah. whereas you look at somebody and it's like, oh, I can't see myself with them. Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. like, yes, they may not be where you at right now, but like. You just never know you when it comes to judging fucking, people. Yeah. You never well, know when it comes. Judgment com- is different. Judgment well, is different. That could different. be the next question. You know what I mean? And it could be a risk. And we could we could we could definitely dive into that. Um, but we're getting, coming towards the ending of the people's podcast and the Ooh. last segment of the people's podcast. And we want y'all to marinate on that. Let me let me let me track back. Let me not even segue to the next segment. Let me track back. You guys listen to this show every week, apparently. Apparently. Okay, y'all are listening to this show. What y'all need to start doing, uh, which some of you do do, do 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 do. Do, do. do, you, do you still want to pack, pack them? <laughs> <laughs> some of y'all do interact with us um, in different ways, but if 
you can tell us and give us some example of calculated risk and gambles that you have taken. What type of risk have you taken in your life and how has that worked out for you? Because us here at the People's Podcast, we've had different experiences. Although all three of our experiences are different, they might not be identical to yours. So let us know the type of risk you take on a daily basis. How do you cope and deal with the consequences of your risk and let us know hit us up on our gmail account at it's the people's podcast at gmail.com and you can also hit us up on ig at the people's podcast um and let us know what your thoughts are yes joe well i mean you know now that we into questions and stuff like we need questions need questions need questions Mm -hmm. need questions i need questions so (laughs) i mean like we may put it up on our Instagram, and we yeah. want to we want to really see what Definitely. y'all really think. Like not only polls, like we gonna see like we gonna do it a poll. We are gonna ask questions, and then we probably come up with like on next and week send and send us your questions, right? Because we need questions. We need questions. <laughs> <laughs> <That's so funny. laughs> I need funny. questions, <laughs> right? So I mean, like, um, so yeah, so we gonna probably do it sometime this week, and then if it's not on, it's going to be on the People's Podcast Instagram. But Once this on, episode goes up, the questions will go, go up. up, and then we'll we'll put it up on our individual pages, and then we'll come to you next Ooh, week and see how it is. You're giving us homework. Uh, no, I feel it 100%. We'll do that. We got to do it. Last segment Famous. of the show is always called The Final Thought. I'm going last. You are going last. I will go first because I have to pee. So, <laughs> my final thought as I pull it out of my ass. Um, my final thought to you guys is uh okay, what got you here? won't get you there Hmm. so what got you here won't get you there and that's not a quote from me that quote is from the author of a book his name is Marshall Goldsmith I actually read this book about a year ago what got you here won't get you there and it is a book about how successful people become more successful I will say that to say that I I initially read that book in order to help myself professionally. I did because it was at a point where, you know, I got my bachelor's. I got my master's. I got my master's, master's. No, I only got one master's. But, you know, it's just like I went to school. I did everything they told me I needed to do. Where do I go now? How do I elevate? And so reading that book by Marshall Goldsmith was um, very influential to me. However, I picked up that book again last Saturday when I was very, very manic and depressed. Um, And I just read the title. What got you here won't get you there. Hmm. Mentally. Hmm. It took me years and years and years to acknowledge my depression. And now that I acknowledge my depression and I took those steps to acknowledge it by getting diagnosed, by going to therapy, by journaling, those things are not going to get me to where I need to be. So now I had to realize that. And it's just like, yeah, Asia, you've done all that and you've been able to acknowledge what's going on with you, but what got you here, sis, is not gonna get you to that next level. Hmm. 
You're not going to feel better just because you know. Mm-hmm. Because people can see you now. Right. You didn't acknowledge it before, but everybody that you thought wasn't looking at you was looking at you. Mm-hmm. And they probably can tell that something isn't right. What got me to acknowledging my depression is not going to get me into handling my depression the correct way. Now that I've acknowledged it, I need to walk in it. I'm not afraid to tell people that I'm depressed. A bitch is depressed because if you see me have a bad day, I need you to understand that something else is going on in me. I have to vocalize it, and I'm not looking for nobody's pity. I'm not looking for nobody to be like, oh, my God, mental illness. Oh, I'm so sad. No, fuck all of that because you're probably suffering from something, too, that you haven't <laughs> actually dealt with, and that's okay. You know, we all take time to do that. But my what's going to get me into being able to live with this is to be able to speak my truth. What got me here is not going to get me there. I've already acknowledged what I need to do now is walk in it. That's it. And I um you know what? I feel like like we like we always say, I always say it. Like I feel like we're on the same page cuz I've just started a new book. It's not new book, but I picked up my old book and now like I'm I have to finish it. I need to finish it very mm-hmm. soon. I've been reading Barracoons. Um by Zora Neale Hurston um, what's good shout out to you <laughs> but um yeah like um I've been I need to finish it very soon cause what I'm on is on a different journey um I bet y'all I bet y'all see me on the gram I bet you see me on the video true um <laughs> yeah I'm I'm on, on a on a journey going on a trip but yeah so doing like doing my research and doing a lot of things is um is really getting me to another level and I like it. I really do. But my final thought is there will be copycats. There will be haters. There will be obstacles. There will be doubters. There will be mistakes. But with hard work, they will be success. And that's piggybacking off of like what works for me may not work for you. So don't try your best to mimic what I do or what made me happy or how I strategically or calculatedly got to the level that I am right now, because it may not be the same journey that you may be trying to go down or need to go down as well. Um, Hey, if you are good at calculated risks, then I mean, kudos to you. If you good at gambling, then hey, go there and gamble. But just because I felt like calculated risks wasn't always good for me, it may be the best thing going for you. That's why certain things you have to be very you have to be a very good listener and don't just listen to um, what you want to listen to. Um, Don't listen to hear. Listen to understand Um, because. Rewind. Listen, not only listen to hear, listen to understand and also listen to come to a better reassurance of how you truly want to go for with a lot of things because people say a lot of things and it's not because they want you to sometimes take the steps that they took to get to 
point A to point B to point C or get to Z. But they say it because they really don't want you to go down the same pathway mm-hmm. as they went through. So, like, yo, what worked for me doesn't necessarily work for you. What got you here doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to get you there. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, tie in the thing. Tie it in. Tie it on in. What's up, Em? All right, I have two. Usually on my final thoughts, I'm very, like, motivational, and I'm just, like, giving you guys advice on business or, like, life. But I'm going to be selfish today, and I'm going to say two things that – I felt my damn self. Um, The first one is I have no need for revenge. I am no longer yours and that is punishment enough. I think... I think that's pretty much self-explanatory. Yeah, I feel um, that. You know, you know you're lost. You, you probably listen to my fucking podcast. Of course and, you do. And, and you can suck my dick. So From the back. There's that. Um, and my second one is um, you are the only person that you have to live with for the rest of your... Huh? What's funny? Wait, what happened, Uncle Rob? <laughs> <laughs> it's just so funny, like when you hear a woman just say, "You can just suck my dick." <laughs> I think saying "suck my dick" is so much more disrespectful when it's a woman says so it. So disrespectful, like, but it's so weird. <laughs> and I mean that shit from the it. bottom of my fucking heart too. Yeah, suck my Ooh. dick. Like, and I like to add dead from ass. back, please, from the back. I'm so that's, serious. That's how I, I like I'm, it. I'm one million percent sure that this person listens to, to the podcast. Anyway. I'm. Two million percent um, sure, and I'm glad that you do. Yeah, thank you for your listen. So, um, the second and final final thought of this 34th episode will be: you are the only person that you have to live the with live with for the rest of your life. Why you ain't in love yet? Um, oh, Jesus! I, I say chills. that to say. Ooh, I, mm. I mean, that's also pretty like self explanatory, but it's like, and we we we, we, we talked about this. Right, we talked about this. On I other other episodes, Asia's gathering her things to leave. Um, you know, you can't expect somebody to love you if you can't love you. You can't possibly love somebody else more than you love yourself. And if if that is the fact, um, sis or bro or whomever you may be, whatever you identify as, I'm gonna need you to step into somebody's office because. You will never be happy. You will never be content. You will never know like how wonderful you really are. And I can only attest to this because I'm still learning to really love my damn self. Yeah. And a lot of people think a lot of people, I know this shit. Nobody's ever really told me this, but I know people think that I am one of the most arrogant, conceited women ever, right? But I'm sorry that I give a fuck about the perception of my reality. Hmm. Um, it's more, it's so much more than like dressing nice, dressing well, or having the latest car or phone or all these material shits, right? It's so much more than that. There was a post that was going around yesterday that was like, it's something about a woman who could walk into a room and gain the attention of that room just from fucking walking into the room. 
And that's something, goddammit, I know I have. I'm not going to say I think I have that attribute. I fucking know I got that shit. I could command the shit out of a room and make everybody the fuck listen to me. So just because I can do that, though, does not mean that I'm full of myself or I'm conceited or like, because it's like I still struggle with like, finding why somebody should be in love with me but does that, that make that sense that ties into why everybody thinks you're the strong friend facts because you can do that facts but like little and do that you shit know. don't mean shit like that just means i i could entertain motherfuckers i could make people laugh i have a presence you know what i'm saying like what? i could i could i could do that i could make people feel good about themselves uh-huh, uh-huh. but when you don't know if you can't answer the question since we were like talking I'm about questions like, uh-huh, i got uh-huh. questions uh-huh, uh-huh. If you can't answer the question, why should he or she fall in love with you? Let's dive let's dive into that for 30 seconds. If you can't answer why somebody should fall in love with you because you don't even you're not even in love with yourself, son, it's a problem. How could you ask somebody what do you look for in a woman when you don't even know who you are? How could you ask a woman, well, what kind of man you looking for when you don't even know what kind of man you are? We need to learn to love our fucking selves first before we're out here looking to marry, to become engaged to. We can't be completed by other people because that's why so many of our peers are getting engaged and then unengaged so fast. Because you, you, you getting engaged to somebody thinking, oh, now I'm complete. When in reality, y'all motherfuckers need to be complete before you come to one and compliment each other. Like, it took me a long time to really, like, realize that shit and realize it wasn't 50-50. But no, nigga, I need to be whole and you need to be whole. Period. Hallelujah. I don't want no motherfucker that I got to finish building. And I don't want nobody to finish building me. Hallelujah. I want to be a complete masterpiece to whoever is deserving of of this. All right, Amber, that's enough of you preaching tonight. We're going to come back to Bible service, I mean, um, Bible study next week. Because you, you preaching. Yeah, somebody get her a towel and a Gatorade. Okay, because she preaching. Get my it's enough now. <laughs> That's enough. Anyways, um, I, I hope you I touched somebody. Yeah, I hope that did. I triggered somebody. The doors of the I church hope that is open. I made you uncomfortable. I hope that this episode made you uncomfortable. Um, that is the purpose with the People's Podcast. I want to thank you all for tuning in to our thirty fourth episode. Uncle Ray, you got anything? No. <laughs> Next week so he got a thirty-five. He got busy over here all day. I'm gonna show today. I know when that highlight That's bling. Um, we'll see you guys next week for thirty-five. Bye. See you next week. Y'all know y'all could have went more if you wanted to. Right? I'm, ready to go. I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> you 